Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this first uh, video catechism for um, ages um, 9 to 12, 11. Well, it's a, a bit of a wide gap uh, of age, a round of age, so uh, uh, I hope it would be um, interesting enough for everybody. Um, the uh, so you have got the um, all the, these two documents. Well, in one document is on the uh, the description of the video, and also you would find this document to uh, download and print at home before you continue watching this video. Uh, the uh, you can download and print them from directly from the website of the institute, icksp.org. Org.uk. So enjoy the uh, the watching, and we are going to uh, work a little bit together. Um, <clears throat> so uh, we are going to um, have a catechism together about the uh, this what we call the sacraments of the church, the seven the seven sacraments of the the Catholic Church. You've probably heard this word already because uh, you're nine, so you are, you have probably received already uh, the sacrament of baptism. You have already probably received first Holy Communion, you've, and therefore you've probably also made your first um, more uh, confession. So now we are going to. Um, we're going to go step by step and go through every sacrament. First, a general understanding of what a sacrament is. Secondly, why and how many and how we can divide them. Uh, so we have about 20 minutes together. I'm not going to cover all the topic, but I want you to be very careful and follow uh, the uh, the uh, my explanations uh, unfortunately there is no uh, questions and answer uh, direct question and answer so uh, I have to I would slow down uh, and repeat a few times uh, the important uh, matters uh, of this uh, on the uh, regarding the the, the sacraments so this is the first one about the general introduction to the seven sacraments you've got here uh, uh, you have uh, before you i know you can't see it on the video very well because it's small fonts but you can see i've printed out questions and answer which will be able to help you after you've 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 uh, you have uh, watched this video these questions and answer here uh, could help you to as a good a reminder so keep that somewhere and if you need you could have it it's, it's only a, a reminder a help a guide for a bit later on but I am definitely going to cover this question these questions uh, during this uh, class on the second page here which is uh, we which we are going to we're about to use um, through these explanations today I want you to take a pen with you 
and um, we, we are going to fill the right column of this document. You've, you've probably uh, know the answers, but we're going to go through this. First of all, we are um, uh, human, and we are human person. Every single uh, person has uh, common or share the same qualities, whether they're young, whether they're older, we're adults or children, we have got the same qualities to make, to form a person, to make you human. What do, what did God use? There are three main uh, elements, two visible and one invisible. So that means this is three. There are three elements of the uh, of the uh, uh, to form a person, to form yourself. Just think about it now. Question: Which elements are uh, form your person? Who you are? Who you are? You are a, a human person because you have first a body different from others, from other people, I mean. Secondly, you've got flesh. Secondly, you have blood inside your, your body to flow uh, around your body. So this is the second visible elements so this these two elements form your um, uh, your your body is made of flesh and blood this this body comes from your mom and dad of course you're from your parents so they gave you your flesh and there is another element which is more important and even more important than your body is your soul, your heart, what we call that the heart, my soul. If I have, if I am only a body, I cannot, my body cannot think, uh, love and, uh, and, and feel. No, if I am a uh, a full human person I need to think and love this is these two I understand what I'm being told hopefully I can figure out things uh, from uh, uh, and also I can study I can write my thoughts on a piece of paper I can understand uh, different situations I can combine them I can, again, as I said, I can figure out as a human person, as opposed to animals. And this is the, the big difference between me and an animal, between you and your dog, if you've got a, or your rabbit, or a little bird, 
uh, are a, a fish in the sea. I am, we are human persons because we, as opposed to animals, we can figure out. Because we have a soul. And the cause, the reason why we can understand um, is the soul. The reason why we can love one another and live together, form a family, is the soul. Have you ever seen your rabbit um, understanding uh, uh, a question and give you an answer to a difficult question? No. They, they can communicate one to the other, or you can just sort of have a very, very basic communication with the rabbit. But the rabbit doesn't tell you a lot, and the rabbit doesn't understand as such. The rabbit cannot uh, read uh, a text or a book and tell you what the book was about. The rabbit can't. Well, animals cannot. They don't. They can remember a few things. They can feel a few things. They, they know, for instance, basic things which are uh, where is their food, they remember, where is their home, they can remember that. They feel what is dangerous for them and what is not, what is safe, what is dangerous. They can see, uh, your dog sees that if he jumps into uh, in, from this cliff, it is dangerous. He knows that. They all know that uh, jumping off the cliff is a danger. It's your, you put your, he puts his own life at risk, of course, as we do. But this is the instinct, right? That's a bit too complex, probably. Uh, but the animal feels many things, and they also feel, know, they understand who is the master, who feeds them. Their relationship with their master is who feeds me, answer, my master. Right, this is very basic, isn't it? And this is how they are in relationship with you. Your dog or your rabbit is in relationship with you because you feed and you care for them. But that's all. They don't plan to form a family with you. They don't have, uh, they don't share their experiences or their understanding of what they read last night and etc. Okay, so this is a, a fundamental and a big difference between you and your dog or your cat. You understand, you can live in a community for long a long-life community, not a brief community, and then they disband, as most animals do. So, we have uh, differences with animals, intelligence and will. We understand and we love other people, and this is not because other people are feeding us. You don't love mom and dad because only because they feed you and they give you a nice home or 
uh, even not because they give you some education or formation or protection, not only you love them because they are your parents and that's it. You love your friends because you love your friends. You've got a good friend at school or during your holidays and you love them and there is no real reason why. Well, you get on very well, but you're not loving your, your friends because you expect something from them at all time. No, you love them and there is some a je ne sais quoi which makes you love this person and maybe better more than this other one. So intelligence I understand and I love. This, these two elements understand and love form are the actions of my soul. These, they are the expressions of my soul. Who I am deeply is not my body, it's my soul. When you want to describe someone, when someone says, what do you think about this person? Can you describe me your neighbor? And you would start by saying, yeah, the basic is tall, old, well, this is basic, but it doesn't say very much of the very person. But if you want to describe your neighbor, you would have to say, this, my neighbor or my friend, he or she loves, uh, or she likes um, going for a walk, she likes playing football, she likes caring for animals, she likes gardening, etc. So you would describe your friend or someone else or anyone by the what the person likes, what the person understands, not just the way the person looks, because that's changed, can change a lot, doesn't it? Right. So, body and soul. So I've, I have been a bit long on the explanation of the soul, and we say that the soul is inside the body. You don't see your soul. No one can see uh, its own, uh, his own uh, soul. Because the soul is invisible. You cannot see it, you cannot touch it. The soul is a spirit. We call this spiritual. Remember this. The soul is spiritual because the soul has is not a body. Uh, unlike to the angels, they are spirits because they have no body. We have a body which is different from our soul, they are united and very and strongly united and deeply united by God at the creation. And, as I said at the beginning, your body was given, formed by your parents and your soul is created out of nothing by God. God creates your soul out of nothing and he places your soul inside your body to what we say animates your body. He makes your body, uh, gosh, living as I'm doing at the moment, alive. He makes you alive. Your soul, your body without soul is not alive. 
cannot live. We cannot live with, uh, without our, our own soul. And this is very important. We care for our body, but we must care even more for our soul, because the soul is who we are. Essentially, we are closer to our soul. Our soul is best, the better expression of who we are than our body. The problem is our soul is invisible. So it's hard to care. But uh, the, uh, there is a parallel. And this is where we are here. I've, I've explained this first phrase. Human life is body and soul. This is how it works. Our life is made of caring for our body and caring for our soul. Because the life without one of the elements is not human. We care for the body and we care for our soul. Right. There is a history for the body and there is a history for our soul. And they come together until we die when they separate because as a consequence of the original sin, body and soul separate. This is called death. We are not uh, to that point. Not yet to that point. Okay. So see the list of the visible care for our body. What we are doing visibly for our body is going to be similar, not exactly the same care for our soul, of course, but how we care for our body would be similar, more or less, or the same as the care for our soul. Or I would say the other way around, probably. The care for our soul would be similar to the care we have for our body. On different levels, in different ways, but what we, the idea is, what I do for my body, it would be completely, I would look uh, insane or mad if I would stop caring for my body. Everybody would say, Canon Monjoy is bonkers, isn't he? He is not caring for his body. He's not doing anything. He's not taking medication when he's sick. He's not even looking after himself. Uh, he's not sleeping anymore. He doesn't uh, eat anymore. So, and this would be, uh, I would look very stupid. And you would look very stupid. And your parents would look very, uh, uh, would look weird to uh, others if they stop caring for your body, if they stop feeding you, if they stop protecting you. Uh, and they would look, uh, uh, it, it would even sound a bit, well, a bit wicked, wouldn't it? So, if I stop caring for my body, I look stupid. If I, therefore, if I stop looking after my soul, which is even more important than my body, I would look even more stupid, don't I? Stop caring for your body, it doesn't look good. Stop caring for your soul, 
is even worse. Well, let's go through the history of my body, the visible life. What do we do? What happens? First of all, by uh, my body come to this visibly, I come to this world by birth. Naturally. By birth. As a baby. So my body comes alive. And what happened to my soul? How does my soul receive life? My body receives life in formation and basically in, by the, the birth, the birthing. But my soul receive, also receives some life. This life is not the life of my parents, as I do by as, as they as it happens by birth or in my own birth. But there is another life which comes, which is the life of God, and this is very important. My soul is lives because it has got it receives another kind of life which called the divine life god invisibly comes into you this is we call a divine birth of the divine birth of the soul there is a human birth of the body and there is a divine birth of the soul to another life and this moment is called baptism Baptism is the most, the very first, the instant, the very moment when we, we are born to a new life, which is the life of God. God comes in us, in our soul, and um, uh, dwells in us, establishes his own life, gives us his own life, as a, and we partake. We are not, we don't become God. But in our soul, we partake with God's own life. This is the birth of the baptism. So, we can write here, clearly on our piece of paper, here, you can write here, baptism. Very good. The second one, your parents care for you and, of course, uh, the first care is food. If they stop feeding you, your body uh, fails. Uh, and so you, you, it's one of the first need of the body is food. The church, God provides food to the soul, not the visible one, as you understand. He feeds my soul with a, a different, a non-human food. You've probably got the answer. Yes. So what we naturally do with our body, food we feed, we do it for our soul. 
we have to do the same. If you stop feeding, if you stop eating, or if you stop asking some food, uh, you will have problems probably. Uh, you won't survive for long. Uh, in the uh, blessed, in the, I've said it probably, in the soul, the when we we feed our soul with a a regular divine food. As the divine life is given, we are given a divine food to the soul, which is obviously not visible, essentially, but is visible in a way. This food, food is called the blessed, the blessed, blessed sacrament. In the Blessed Sacrament, you know, at Mass, where the priest says, this is my body and this is my blood, the host and the wine both become the true body, blood, soul and divinity of Jesus at the Mass, at the consecration, when the priest says, this is my uh, body, this is my blood, these two bread and wine become Christ himself and Christ comes to feed the soul he becomes uh, he places himself in a small piece of bread no longer bread after the consecration and this piece of bread the blessed sacrament the holy eucharist is Christ himself under the appearances the, we call that the veil of the bread but inside the, the, the inside the bread is Christ. Christ is, so the bread is no longer bread. So the bread is supposed to feed the body, but this bread, completely changed into Christ, keeps feeding, but not the body, but this host, the little host, round and white, you see at Mass, this host, no longer bread, still uh, still feeds people but they don't feed the body because they are no longer bread but they still they are here to feed the soul of those who receive the communicants who make their communion when you receive the blessed sacrament at mass the communion holy communion at mass you are fed Christ comes to feed not your body but your soul but you it helps but but he would help us to understand that we are fed by eating receiving the communist eating we eat the the hosts as we would eat for eat any food but this uh, action of eating or receiving some food is here not to feed the body but it's, it, it does explain us or it does show or it, it does expresses it does express how the, that our soul is fed by Christ that's why we eat the host we receive the host uh, on the tongue and we swallow the host we feel that we are fed better 
not for the body, but we are fed in our soul through the symbol uh, we receive, the, not the symbol, through the, the fact of eating. The host is not a symbol. Don't get it wrong. Uh, I was uh, so uh, uh, so. The host is the real body of Christ, soul and divinity, body, blood, um, soul and divinity of Christ. But the symbol is by eating. There is here a symbol. It does have sign which does help us to understand we feed our soul. Therefore, before going into detail, because this is not the time. We can write, I forgot the important um, word here, you have uh, before food, well, on the right hand side, we write Holy Eucharist. I just missed the Holy in my typing, but you can add it uh, on writing. Holy Eucharist, two words. Holy Eucharist or Blessed Sacrament. This is the same. Uh, or Sacred Host. These expressions are all the same to designate the, uh, the very divine food. We have done 20 plus minutes for this uh, session. Um, so I will continue on the next one um, in a few days. Uh, with other sacraments but just keep this with you and next time you want to watch on, on the next video um, catechism class you would have to we would continue to fill this document if I have been a bit too quick and, and a few explanations just you can uh, watch um, again your uh, this this video uh, but I'm sure you are already able to, you, have, you understand the logic in, of my explanation, so you see how it would work for the rest. Bear in mind that this is your, you can uh, read the questions, the answers, and you would be able to uh, fix all these um, simple um, <coughs> truths, but mysterious, in your mind and in your heart. Thank you for your attention. I uh, might see you um, during the week again. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Amen.